Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, boxing fans of all ages, you already know what it is. It's Monday night, and you know what we do. Every Monday night, we bringing it to you. Four Corners Boxing Cast, live from West Fetty. I'm in the building, you know who it is. Fight Night X, your host, and I got him here with me. I got him here with me. I found him. Had to snatch him up. You know how we do, man. Bang Bang Bruno is back in the building this week. He can't miss out this week. He couldn't miss out this week. You know what we talk about this week, man. It's a big week. It's a big fight week. Cinco de Mayo weekend. Looking like the biggest fight week of the year so far. I mean, I mean, that's far. That's far. Cinco de Mayo weekend. If you know boxing, you know that this is one of the two biggest weekends in boxing man Cinco de Mayo Mexican Independence Day weekend you got Puerto Rican Day Parade weekend in New York but we waiting on a big Puerto Rican fighter to come back and take the crown oh man I miss it December's always hot you know how they do in December man December always New York be lit they be coming out here for the holiday you know those are the big ones in the in the boxing seasons man and uh it's about to go down Big fight week. Canelo Alvarez, the Mexican superstar, the face of boxing, Golden Boys, numero uno, cash cow, defends his WBA, WBC, middleweight championships against IBF, middleweight champion of the world, Brooklyn Zone, the miracle man, Danny Jacobs. It's a fight we've been waiting for. It's a fight that's about to go down, and it goes down Saturday night live on The Zone. If you ain't got it, go get it. We're going to get more into that in a little while. But you know how we do, man. Round one, we always review on the past week of boxing. And though many probably have slept because they don't know, most of these fighters last weekend, it was a hot weekend, man. Especially Friday night on The Zone, man. Some fight of the year candidates just went down Friday night. Friday night, excuse me. Yeah, Friday. On The Zone. In Cali, Inglewood, Josh, what up? That was the forum, right? The forum, you baby. You know they go to war at the forum, bro. They go to war out there when it gets busy. The forum is legendary, man. And they put some legendary fights in there. They put some fights last uh, weekend to remember, especially here in the 2019, man. Last weekend, matchroom boxing, Eddie Hearn. Again, the zone live from Cali and Inglewood at the forum. Had a stack card. Had a hell of a card. And again, you guys might not know these fighters, but this is why you listen to Four Corners Boxing Cast. We're going to put y'all on. We're going to give y'all the heads up. It was the little guys last week, man. Yeah. The little guys. 122 pounds. The super bantamweight division. A unification went down between Danny Roman, the WBA super bantamweight champion, and TJ Donahue, the IBF super bantamweight championship. You know what they say, right? What we love in boxing, when the best fight the best. Champions fighting champions. That's what everybody calls for. That's what Eddie brought us last week. And that's what these guys stepped in the ring to do. It was a war from start to finish, man. From start to finish, those guys stepped into the ring and they threw down. Danny Roman is a fighter who came up with early defeats. Early defeats in his career. But that does not, once again, that does not define... Who you are, Mac. You can't let it define you, bro. Bounce back. This guy has bounced back, and he is getting closer and closer to that pound-for-pound pound list, man. He is dominating at 122 pounds. He became WBA champ, and Friday night he defeated TJ Donahue in a slugfest. I'm telling you, they was going at it. It was nonstop. He dropped Donahue in the second round. Mm. That was more of a... Flash knocked down. Yeah, he wasn't really rocked like that. Yeah, Donahue got right back up, and they went right back to work and hurt Roman in the ninth. Hurt Roman in the ninth. Roman said, he was like, yo, he hurt me in that round with a big punch, but the only thing I could do and think was fight back. 
fight back and don't let him see, don't let him think that he got you. Yeah. And in the 11th, Roman comes back and drops Donahue again. That's what solidified the yeah. victory right there. That's how champions finish fights, bro. Dropped him in the 11th. Donahue gets back up, a warrior, because he didn't stay down neither. Got back up and shook it out, made it to the final bell where a decision was awarded to Danny Roman. Congratulations. Shout out to all my little guys, man. Those featherweights. <laughs> those featherweights, those super bantamweights and bantamweights and the main event Saturday night, the flyweights. Oh, the flyweights, the rematch. If y'all remember the flyweights on HBO, HBO had the flyweights. They put them on the map. Yeah, they popped off Chocolatito and them. Yes, man. Roman Chocolatito was pound for pound number one at the, in the world at one point until he met the Thailand, the Thailand man, uh, SSR. I call him SSR, yeah, SSR because SSR, I cannot man. pronounce that man's name from top to bottom. I call him SSR. And that man is a powerhouse, man. He came through to Madison Square Garden. It was on the Danny Jacobs uh, 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 Triple G card. And took the title from Roman Chocolatito in a fight that many feel Chocolatito was robbed. I had SSR winning the first fight against Chocolatito. Yeah. I, I had him winning that card. It was close. It, it was go, close. It could have gone either way. could have gone either way. I don't argue that. I don't argue that. But I had my card for SSR. They had the rematch. And that's what you do in those situations, right? A few you months rematch. later. Later that fall. What happened? He knocked Chocolatito the fuck out, man. Yeah. And if I'm not wrong, I'm not sure if it was at the form or the stub hub. I think it was a stub hub. It was in Cali. It was in way. Cali the way. Outside too. Somewhere. Yeah. So it had them in stub hub, yeah. which has a new name now because they rename that shit every year. Um, All for the money. He knocked Chocolatito out and he knocked Chocolatito off the pound for pound list yeah. and made his entry into it. Mm-hmm. Defended the title a few times, but had a crazy fight of the year candidate last year against his opponent which was a rematch Saturday night against Juan Francisco Estrada, El Gallito Estrada. Now, Gallito Estrada is known for his war yeah. with Chocolatito. With Chocolatito, yeah. And which Chocolatito got the victory on him. We've been waiting for that rematch. Estrada's been chasing Chocolatito up the divisions because they fought at 108. He chased him to 112 and then again to 115. Estrada put up a good fight last year. Again, that was also in Cali yeah. at the Stub Hub. Put up a good fight. Competitive. But he started late and finished strong. SSR ended up winning a decision over him last year. Retained his title. The rematch is back. The rematch was on the zone. The rematch was just as good. But this time... Estrada took it. Estrada gets the decision. Estrada picks up... Excuse me. Estrada picks up the unanimous decision. Yeah, unanimous. He clean, boxed clean beautifully. Win. Clean win for him. That he, was... There was no doubt for me. He boxed beautifully. The thing that I didn't understand was that SSR... He's a lefty, and he opened up the fight fighting righty. He got in his own head, bro. I don't I know what that. happened there. I don't know where was the strategy there. I don't even know where... I wish that we could... We could uh, Got an idea of if that was like something they worked out throughout camp or that was last minute. Like what? I don't know where that came from though. Really don't know what happened there. But Estrada's been on my pound for pound list for quite some time. His loss last year, I took him off the list. But now he beats SSR who is pound for pound as well. Do I take SSR off and put Estrada back up? I don't know, man. I got to review my pound for pound list and I'll let you guys know after this weekend because, again, big pound-for-pound pound fight coming up. But shout-out to Juan Francisco Estrada, El Gallito. I've been watching him for a while. Like I tell you guys, he's been on my pound-for-pound pound list for years now. Yeah, he's been getting it in for a little bit already for the little guys, man. They are 1-1 now. Do we see a part three or we let them shake it out and then return with a part three for us later on? Um, Either way, it'll be great to watch. I say I say they, they fight a different opponent on the same night. You know, I usually like that mm, to set up on... The build-ups, yes. Yeah. 
Because, you know, you don't want to go to three straight fights with them, with the same people. Yes. Have them each take care of somebody, build it all up, get some more notoriety for that fight. You know, it's a trilogy, you know what I'm saying? You want people at least to finally see one of them. You know, a lot of people don't really show love to the small guys, but they're giving you good fights, man. 5,000 in attendance Saturday night at the Forum, you know, and uh, some say... They deserve so. They deserve so much more, like of a bigger crowd. But yeah, they do. I mean, it's they, hard though. It's hard for the little guys, but as long as they continue to put form and do what they do, and they continue to get the exposure, because again, HBO was giving them the spotlight. HBO's out the way now. Eddie Hearn picked up those little guys, and he got them over on the zone. So if you want to see great action, again. Fight of the Year candidate, Danny Roman, TJ Donahue, they got it shaking Friday night. And Estrada and SSR, they did it again. They got it shaking once again. This one, I said, Estrada boxed beautifully early. He was in control. SSR turned it up late. It was a it was a switch. It was a switcheroo. It was a switcheroo from the first fight and a switch in winners as well. Juan Francisco Estrada wins the WBC Super Flyweight Championship. The lineal title as well. Let's see where he goes from here. Let's see what happens later on this year with the little flyaways because I'm sure there's another big card coming to Cali with those guys. Moving on. Moving on to uh, Saturday night. Saturday night again. The zone. The zone was in action. Showtime was doing their thing. Showtime, though. Showtime needs showtime. That shit was not Showtime. Showtime, though? Oh, my goodness, man. Again, Showtime has taken a step back this season. 2019, you know, PBC has the deal between Showtime and Fox. So I understand that Showtime has stepped back to let Fox in the door. They let them in the door. They let them into the boxing world. Lots of coverage, lots of big fights have been on Fox. Very minimum on Showtime and I mean Deontay Wilder's coming back in a few weeks so that's big they had the Manny Pacquiao pay-per-view against Adrian Broner but what they have been showing on the network just hasn't been the championship stuff that we used to seeing and um, again they're letting Fox get the burn during the the early spring and summer I uh, do expect Showtime to come back in the fall because Fox will be a lot more busy NFL, MLB, you know, the college football comes in, all that, NASCAR, you know. Shut that NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. You know, it gets busy over there in the fall season for them. So Showtime will pick it back up. But, you know, uh, we had uh, Javante Davis and Abner Morris was supposed to go down. That got messed up. Javante knocked out Hugo Ruiz in 30 seconds or some shit like that earlier in in February. Then we had uh, Lara and Castano, though it was a good match. And King Kong Ortiz was on the card as well in a good fight. Um, It just, you know, it's not the top guys, the top names that we're used to watching on Showtime. And now we have uh, Rance Bartholomew and Robert Easton Jr., two former lightweight champions two former IBF lightweight champions stepping in the ring, trying to get back in contention, both coming off their first losses. Robert Easton lost to Mikey Garcia, and Rance Bartholomew lost to uh, uh, the Kalish Relish, Reckless, whatever. He just got his ass beat uh, um, by Regis, Regis Progress Saturday night. We're going to talk about that on The Zone. But um, Robert Easton and, and Rance Bartholomew stunk the building up, man. They stunk the building up. They stunk the full. network up. Whoa, man. Like, I fell asleep. Disappointed, disappointed. It ended in a draw, and that might just be the best decision that I've seen in years, man. Shitty ass. The most accurate decision. Like, you can't talk about the judges got it wrong on this one, you hear? A draw. Nobody deserved to win. Yeah, bro. I don't know who the, I don't know who, like, was even attempting to win. This this, this should have been a fight that they both should have lost. Yeah. Like, you know what? Yeah, both flaws. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah both flaws, bro. That, we got to change the rules in boxing Nobody for won. shit like that, huh? Yeah. Yo, bro, I didn't. I, I was watching the fight with, uh, with, with, with T. Rizza, man, with TJ, and we got some brews. You know, we had the kids Saturday night. They running around the house. I said, we're going to stay in, 
you know, passed on the Bad Bunny concert. Shout out to everybody that was at MSG that got their tickets from X. They seen El Conejo Malo burn it down in a classic. He tore the roof off the garden. That's a whole nother story, though. You know, X got your tickets. But I passed on that. You know, was hanging out with the fam. Had the goon was out. Yo, goon, what up? Goon, Manny Fresh, O. They was in the city riding around. They was doing their thing. Goon is out here. Yeah, he doing the job in Long Island. So he pulled up on us over here. Um, They went and did their thing. I passed on that. Sit back. I'm going to watch the fights and chill with the kids. And these guys stunk it up, man. TJ fell asleep on me about three times in, in, in between rounds, man. Horrible, man. It was hard to stay up, man. It was hard to stay interested, bro. You know, the war that I seen between the Spurs and Nuggets, that that was the type of war I was trying to see on Showtime. At least action. Excuse me, the type of action. action. You know? Shout out to Game 7, NBA, playoffs. You know, they in motion. The Spurs lost to the Nuggets Saturday night. Um, Tonight, Nuggets and and Blazers, Game 1. Yeah, they playing right now. Shout out to Philly, Meek. You guys got uh, evened up the score against uh, Drake in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, right. Meek, Meek and you know Drake, Meek, yeah. yeah. You know Meek don't want to take that out. Meek <laughs> Back home smoking legal. Now. Oh, man. Those guys, when they get together, though, they make great music, man. They make great music. And when Philly and the Raptors are on the floor, it's a great game. Saturday night, Toronto took game one. Tonight, Philly just took game two. But Rance Bartholomew... Um, this is how bad that was That we're jumping into basketball right now And yeah, rappers We just started talking about your fight You know what I'm saying Rance Bartholomew and Robert Easton And rambling about other shit That was horrible Victor Paul Stahl was on the card I like Victor Paul Stahl He's back in the mix at 140 He picked up a nice win He had a nice action fight Against some dude I can't remember his name But uh, Victor Paul Stahl Got himself a W He might be in contention For that WBC championship Against Jose Ramirez If uh, You know Victor Paul Stahl Used to do business With uh, Top Rank They got him to the WBC championship As a matter of fact He was a little boogeyman They said Danny Was ducking him And all I remember They said Danny Was ducking him Crawford came through And spanked his ass Man Washed him up one, two, three. Then Josh Taylor came through and had a good fight with him as well. Washed him up. But Victor Paul still stays in the mix. He's a good contender. And a fight with him and Jose Ramirez would be very good. Other than what I'm hearing is that Jose Ramirez is going to fight Ray Beltran. And Ray Beltran, I love you, man. You a gatekeeper yeah, at top right. rank. They finally got you a title last year. You made your step up to 140. But Jose Ramirez and Ray Beltran, not the fight that we're trying to see at 140 right now for a guy like Jose Ramirez, you know what I'm saying? Talking about the 140-pound division, the zone. Once again, back in action. The World Boxing Super Series semifinals came back into play, and there was action over there. Nonito Donaire defended his WBA title. Bantamweight Championship, excuse me, in the Bantamweight Tournament. He thought there, boy. He was supposed to unify against uh, Tete, man. Zoli Tete, the African dude. He, I think he has the WBA. No, Zolito has WBA. Tete has the WBO. IBF, one of the two titles. It was supposed to be a unification fight. Tete got injured. Got injured last week. We On fight week. He had to pull out. A substitute came in, uh, Stephen Young, I think the kid's name was. Good competition. The kid came to fight. He did what he did, but Nonito knocked his ass out. Knocked him the fuck out in one of the... Right now, that's like knockout of the year at the moment, man. I haven't seen a bigger knockout than that thus far, man. He put him on his back. His feet was crossed, and his arms were out, looking like Jesus on a cross. And Easter Sunday was last Sunday, huh? Wow. Easter yeah, Sunday was last Sunday. Late, and that's what happened to him. Yeah, <laughs> he showed man. up the Easter week late, got knocked out. He didn't go to church. He didn't go to church last Sunday. That's what happened, man. That's and Nonito took to him to church. Nonito took him to church. He continues to stay in the mix and kind of like uh, he's on like his uh, second run, man. Nonito Donet was what, pound for pound one of the best fighters in the world about 10 years ago. Yeah. And he's on like a second run right now. I mean, now. I wouldn't even call it a third run because let's say the first run was Rigo, right? Ended with Rigo. Ended with Rigo. Remember when Nicholas Walters bodied him? He I had thought came, he was done he, after that. He captured the 126-pound featherweight chain, yeah, at 126. And and Walters, Walters knocked yeah. him the fuck out. Yeah, that was that was a that was a war. 
So I, you know, I know that that was a second short run, maybe. He lost to Carl Frampton recently too. Yeah, Frampton. He lost to Frampton. He lost to Jesse Magdaleno because he came back and won another title. He came back and won another time and lost it to Jesse Magnetta. Lonito no there sticks in the sport. He sticks around in the sport. Yeah, and he's fighting. He was one of my favorites ten years ago, the Filipino Flash, and much respect to him because he's one of the first guys that uh stepped in stepped up for Vada. He was the first guy. Found out I can remember he's the first guy that said, I'm volunteering for 24-7, 365 random testing. Nonito Donaire, the first fighter to step up and do that. And those that follow behind him, I salute y'all. You know what I'm saying? Much respect. Yeah, this is different, man. Boxing is not baseball. This shit is not basketball or track or whatever other sport that has doping issues. Like, this is boxing. This is combat. This is punching you in your face. Yeah, bro. This shit is not a game. You know, the most brutal probably of all, you know? And between MMA and boxing, for guys to be juicing and just... Yeah, that's not what's up at all. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. So shout out to Nonito Donaire on that and congratulations to him on his victory as he goes into the finals. And the final, uh, the, the next matchup is uh, the IBF championship. Yeah, matter of fact, Emmanuel Rodriguez from Puerto Rico is taking on the monster. The monster, Inoa. Oh. Yo, this guy is like pound for pound. He's running through divisions with only like 10 wins. He's on some Lomachenko shit in the lighter weights. He captured 108. He captured 112. He captured 115. He's going for bantamweight now, 118. I kind of like that compared to the typical go 20 fights fighting no name <laughs> competition to in build one division. In one division. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I kind of like this. This is exciting. This makes me feel like he could lose at any time, maybe. And at the same time, I give respect for each win. Because each win is a challenge. And he just goes to the next to the next division. Yeah. So that's the featherweight matchup it. coming up over there. Excuse me, bantamweight matchup coming up um, this later this summer. And then the winners will meet up, I guess, in the fall. Nonito Donaire is waiting for the winner of, of Emmanuel Rodriguez and the monster Inoa in their matchup coming up soon, the World Boxing Super Series bantamweight tournament. To the main event was the World Boxing Super Series Super lightweight division, 140 pounds. 140 pounds is stacked, and they have the tournament going on over there. Again, Regis Prograce is the number one ranked guy, the Louisiana-born. Yo, he's a monster, man. Regis is knocking dudes out. He's running through competition. He's the number one. He's the WBC diamond champ. He's the mandatory for Jose Ramirez. Bob... Uh, try to build this fight up. You know, he took Regis over and gave him a card on ESPN last year. Gave him a headline. Did his thing. But he decided to jump into the World Boxing Super Series. There's two titles in there. There's a cash uh, reward. And the winner of this tournament might just be ranked the number one guy over Jose Ramirez. Because Josh Taylor and Ivan Baranchek are fighting later this summer again. And, and the winner of that faces Regis Progress because Regis Progress just captured his first championship. He is the new WBA super lightweight champion. He knocked out uh, Relish, who beat Bartholomew for the vacant title uh-huh. in six rounds. Nonito Donaire stopped also uh, Young in six rounds. Progress knocks out. They stopped it. His, he was taking a beating. like yeah. He dropped him with a mean body shot in round one. This shit could have all been over in round yeah. one. He hit Relics with a body shot, stuffed it right in there. He's a lefty, too. Mm. He went down, took a knee, got back up. He was feeling that pain, and he covered up the body the whole night. Yeah. What was happening? He was just was getting just, pounded yeah. away. It was a waste. He was just getting pounded away. His corner told him, we'll give us one more round, or we're going to take him to the towel. And in round six, Pro Grace came out hitting, hitting, <laughs> hitting. And they pulled us. They pulled the plug. Yeah. Lou Debella. has a little a little beast over there. He has something brewing. Regis Progress is another fighter who's itching closer to pound for pound ranking as well. If he could, uh, Josh Taylor's the fight we want. You know, Josh Taylor yeah. is the fight that we hope, and that's the fight that he said Saturday night he wants because Taylor's supposed to be uh, unbeatable himself, and he's is uh, a monster himself in the making. You know, both undefeated. They'll both have championships. The IBF and the WBA will be on the line if Josh Taylor can um, 
come out victorious or if Baranchek wins and he goes on to defend. Yeah. Regis Progress is the number one ranked guy. He is the guy to watch at 140 pounds. I mean, regardless, you know, he's over there. There's competition over there in that little tournament. Ramirez is going to be over here fighting Beltran right now. So and Then you got Mighty Mo Hooker, though, over on the zone with Matchroom and Eddie. Yeah. And he's he's in the mix over there on the zone. So, you know, with Regis, that'll be easy to make after this tournament. But um, it's a lot brewing, man, and we're going to find out what's up with Mikey Garcia and what he's going to do at 140 pounds if, if he returns. Mikey goes down, which he should go down. He should not stay at 47. He has a lot of competition there. He has a lot, especially if these young boys brew into champions now because... Uh, but this is what you want, though, uh, right? You want people to fight. I mean, I know you would like to fight bigger names, but listen, bro, the bigger names are at a bigger weight class that I don't want to see you fighting at. <laughs> I just, you know, I just, it's not going to be the best Mikey Garcia. He took a beating against Earl. He yeah, he probably would have took a beating anyway, but I just saw his body, and I'm like, this guy is not a real 147. So, 140, he makes that, makes everything even more exciting down there. They brewing, they brewing. WBO champ Mighty Mo Maurice Hooker, WBA champ now, the new WBA champ Regis Prograce. Ivan Baranchek is gonna defend against Josh Taylor. All these guys are undefeated. All these guys are undefeated and they shaking. And then you got the undefeated WBC champ Jose Ramirez over at top rank, who's a hot ticket, man. That guy sells tickets out there in Cali and Fresno. Fourteen, ten thousand every time, man. That's what uh. Bob has brewing over there. He well, knows see, that's, that. That's, 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 <laughs> that's what Bob knows he has over there. Uh, when a big matchup is going to come, let's hope sooner rather than later. But that was what went down this past weekend in the sport of boxing. Slow fighters that you might not know what you need to know because they coming up. They're coming up and they putting in work. They coming up and they putting in work. Get to know all your divisions Get to know all your fighters And show love to the little guys I know a lot of people don't like under Like 126 I guess I mean me I don't really care But a lot of guys got a thing about not liking the smaller weights Oh I can't watch 118 pounds to fight I don't know what's the deal with that But listen They get busy These dudes is fighting I don't care how big they are or what As long as you come to fight It's all good It's all good It's all good so leave that alone, please. Show love to the little guys. I was a little guy fighting my whole damn life, man. Underdog, man. Underdog my whole damn life for all my little guys. Listen, and not for nothing, a lot of y'all too, if y'all get in the gym and start training, y'all fighting at them little weights too. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of y'all that's like 140, 47. They gonna drain your They gonna drain y'all. Y'all gonna be featherweights 30. too. The 3026, man. And y'all don't want to hear, y'all wouldn't want nobody talking about, oh, I'm not watching no 126 pound <laughs> dudes fight. You know, that could be one of y'all. So come on, man. Let's show some love. Things are heating up, man. Things are heating up, and we going to keep it rocking with you here into round two. Round two, you already know what we about to preview, right? Been talking about it for a few weeks now, and it's finally here. Fight week has arrived. Again, it is Monday. Four Corners Boxing Cast coming to you live from West Fetty Fight Night X. Bang, bang, Bruno from the Bronx. Want to put you on. I hope y'all ready. I hope that you tune in Saturday night for the middleweight unification fight between two of the best middleweights, if not the two best middleweights out right now. Pound for pound star, WBA, WBC champ, Saul Canelo Alvarez defends, unifies, puts his titles on the line. Let's just... Because though Danny Jacobs seems to be the challenger, he is a champion himself. He's challenging for the pound-for-pound status. That's what he's challenging for. He's challenging for the sport of boxing. He wants to take the crown from Canelo. Danny has worked his way to this matchup. He's earned it. He's here. The miracle man, the IBF champ, will be putting his title on the line. He'll be putting his... He be putting his, he going to let his nuts hang. He going to put his nuts on the line. Saturday night, I have a good feeling about this. It's going to be a throw down. It's going to be a classic in the making. Because Danny Jacobs ain't coming to back down. He knows he knows he finally made it. He's been calling. What did Eddie say? When I first signed him, 
the words that he first told me was, bring me Canelo. He wants Canelo, right? You uh, get him. Again, Jacob signed with Eddie. He had the three fights on Showtime, on, on HBO, excuse me. He got the HBO deal. He fought Glufkin and lost a close decision. Close decision. Came Very through, close. opened up against Arias in Long Island at the Nassau, took undefeated, care took care of that. Winning for Selecki in Brooklyn, undefeated fighter again, took care of him. And then went up against another undefeated fighter, a former sparring partner and training partner of his own, the Zevchenko, Devinchenko dude. Yeah. Got the decision and the IBF title there. The big fight is here. The main event has arrived. $15 million are on the table and in his pocket come Saturday night. But there's a bigger picture to it. There's a bigger check. There's a bigger check. And that check is if he knocks off Canelo Alvarez, the $365 million the $365 million $365 million man. million dollar man on the zone. Golden Boy got the big check over there. For a second, that was just the biggest deal in, in, in sports. For a few months until uh, yeah, man. Bryce Harper came nah, through. Nah, nah, and Bryce. then on top of Bryce came um, through Mike Trout, Trout yeah. the quote-unquote best player in baseball. We're not going to get into that because if I get into that, it's going to get crazy. Mike Trout is not the number one guy. He's not my number one guy. I'm telling you guys that. And for a lot of you who have been brainwashed to think so, he's not the number one guy in baseball, man. He's the number one guy if you like all of these new funny stats. Funny but stats. baseball's been around for a long time, and we've went by a traditional set of stats, and he doesn't lead none of them. He don't lead in homers, RBIs, batting average, hits. Runs. Doubles. Like, he doesn't uh, do that. He he got these little percentages and the war. He walks a thousand yet. times a year. A thousand walks. All right. All right. Salute to a man that has a good eye. You know what I'm saying? At the plate. But um, screw that. Back to Canelo yeah, Alvarez. He got the 430. Four, whatever. <laughs> 430 he got, right? Yeah. yeah. He got the 430 mil. Took over Canelo. Canelo before that had the best contract in the history of the whole shebang. 365. You got a mil for every day of the year, huh? 365. Yeah, I wake up. Oh, here's a million dollars for me. Five fights. This is fight number two. He opened up against Rocky Fieldings at the super middleweight division. Canelo was talking about fighting at a 175. Listen, they paying him big bucks. And this is what greatness, this is what greatness is all about. When you get paid the top dollars to show that you're the top guy. He's fighting in between two divisions right now. Canelo takes his talents for the world to see. It's not always just Vegas. He's fought in Texas. He's fought in New York. I'm glad he did the garden this past December. You know? He's fought in his home country of Mexico. And don't be surprised if he makes a homecoming back to them soon. He's ready to go to England, he said. And take on Callum Smith. Big things brewing. As long as Canelo can continue. Listen, Canelo in England. I'm sorry. Canelo in England. Canelo's big money wherever you put him. And you got a big fight in England, that's big money. So when you put Canelo in England, it's crazy. And, 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 and they're not just going over there a lo loco, you know what I'm saying? Eddie Hearn is, Eddie Hearn is right there ready yeah, to get in the mix, yeah, man. Of course. You know, Eddie's in the mix Saturday night with Danny Jacobs, man, the miracle man. It is Mexico versus USA. The last time Canelo fought an American fighter is James Kirkland, I think. Yeah, James Kirkland. Yeah. Um, James Kirkland knocked him the hell out. For Cotto after that, Liam Smith, Khan, and back-to-back Glovkins and Iraqi Fieldings. You're right. So uh, remember when him and Trout got it on at the Alamo Dome? That yeah, was an Trout awesome gave fight. Him some trouble. Gave him, he made Trout do the stinky leg. He made Trout do the stinky and got that decision off that knockdown. He fought Floyd, and then he went on to shake with James Kirkland and and for the first round, Kirkland was, you know, Kirkland was making it a good fight in the first round. Mm-hmm. After that, it was all over. Canelo snatched his soul. We haven't seen or heard from James Kirkland since. Yeah, man. I think was... his, his soul still lingers around the earth. Um, yeah. Anticipating a return. Nah. Anticipating a return. I hit nah, James Kirkland's on his way back, man. With yeah. Ann Wolf, with right? Ann Wolf. I <laughs> mean, if he ain't going to come back with her, then just, you know, don't even, don't even do it, man. Yeah. Don't even do it. But, James is um, getting old, though, too, bro. He's a little older. He was old when he first came through. Yeah. You know? 
But that's the main event Saturday night, man. Virgil Ortiz will be on the card. Virgil Ortiz, young, up-and-coming, 140-pound-down golden boy. If you don't know, tune into the zone, tune into the card. You're going to find out who Virgil Ortiz is. This kid is a hot prospect, man. He is very hot, very talented, and to be watched. Virgil Ortiz is on the card. Brooklyn's own Saddam Ali is on the card. Pablo Cesar Cano is on the card. I think there's an injury. He won't be uh he won't be fighting. And uh David Lemieux was supposed to be on the card as well. He got injured. He won't be uh he won't be on the card. But it is hot. It is stacked. Yes, Virgil Ortiz will be taking on Mauricio Herrera in a step up fight. You know Mauricio Herrera's a gatekeeper up over there at 140 pounds. Jojo Diaz is back versus Freddie Fonseca. And Saddam Ali, like we said, is taking on Anthony Young in a 10-round welterweight fight. And uh, Lamont Roach, Lamont Roach Jr., he's getting it on with Jonathan Akendo in a junior lightweight championship fight. Excuse me, junior lightweight fight. It ain't a championship fight. Sorry, people. But that's the card coming from the zone. Las Vegas, Saturday night, May 4th, Cinco de Mayo weekend. One of the biggest in boxing. The middleweight championship is on the line. I smell classic in the air. You don't want to miss it. You've seen Glufkin versus Jacobs, right? Very good fight. Close fight. I feel Jacobs won that fight. I feel he came through and he held it down, but I don't argue that Glufkin gets the decision because he scored that knockdown that might just save them on the points. That's what I think. You've seen Canelo and Glufkin one and two. They got it shaken. Canelo backs down from no one. He wants the big fights. He's getting the big fights. He's bringing us, the fans, the big fights. And we're not having... We, we don't have to wait so much you know we don't have to wait so long it's going down saturday night tune in man also though um on saturday night you know uh bob aram had to throw his two cents in there with espn you know and get a little get a little cam lagging going on bob puts a card on under everyone's big card night yeah whoever has a big fight card bob will be having a card on your night as well just because he has a card on uh, June 1st, Anthony Joshua night. Mm -hmm. He has a card on June 8th, the Triple G night. Mm -hmm. Listen, Bob is, <laughs> Bob is going to do what he do, man. Yeah. He has the lightweight championship, the IBF lightweight championship on the line. Arthur Bettervee is taking on uh, Hot Rod. I can't pronounce this dude's name, but they call him Hot Rod, man. 12-round IBF light heavyweight championship fight. Also, another championship IBF fight is on the line. The junior bantamweight champion, Jerwin Ancajas, the Filipino. He's defending his title in a 12-round fight as well. Don't miss it. ESPN. Check it out. Probably before the zone pops off. In between. Might put it on your DVR. Record it. Check yeah. it out later. You know? It's on ESPN Deportes as well. They're doing what they do over there on top rank. Competition is real. Boxing is each and every week it's loaded it's in your face it's non-stop this is one of the big ones you don't want to miss this is must see this is must see now if yeah. Canelo knocks off Jacobs does he move to the number one pound for pound rank I mean the top three guys are Terrence Crawford my top three Terrence Crawford Lomachenko Saul Canelo Alvarez if Canelo knocks off Jacobs in spectacular fashion does he move to the number one spot or above Lomachenko at number two or Crawford, whoever you decide? Well, that's a good question, brother. But let's think about it like this. Canelo beating Jacobs, right, this year would be better than whatever Lomachenko and Crawford is going to do this year, right? I mean, you know, we're talking, obviously, we're talking about something that hasn't happened yet, but... You know, Crawford, he took care of Khan, but that was some bullshit. But he did what he had to do. It was no bullshit on his part. He he beat the flames out of him short. He had Khan looking like he had he went through a twelve round war. Wasn't even half the half, half the, the fight. Yeah. So um Crawford's the real deal and he don't got no loss, man. That's the thing. A lot of people, a lot of fans will always go back to Canelo losing to Floyd. But that's old already. Both guys have, you know, Floyd's not, not even boxing no more. Canelo's moved on. He's not hasn't lost since. Took care of Gullifkin, who's probably better than anybody that's Crawford ever beat. 
and Lomachenko as well. Mm. So he has that in his back pocket. And he's about to fight um, Danny Jacobs right now. Mm. Listen. Canelo could move to the number one spot, bro. If he, if he I mean. He's, Based on competition. Yeah, yeah. But he wins by knockout. You got to move this guy up. Oh, you got to move him. I mean, listen, the pound for pound supremacy is on the line every time these guys step into the ring, man. And, and it's always up for debate. It's always changing. Like, because if, if, let's say Canelo struggles. Obviously, if he struggles and wins, all right, we ain't going to go crazy, throw him number one. We'll still give him credit for the win. Mm. But if you go out there and body Daniel Jacobs now, listen, bro, you might be number one. It's on again Saturday night live on the zone. You don't want to miss it. If Danny Jacobs pulls off this victory. Oh my God, now if we go that route, oh man. The miracle man. Brooklyn, stand up. I'm behind you all the way, but my money is on Canelo Alvarez in the middleweight division. I do not, will not, cannot bet against that man. I see him stopping Danny late in the fight, round 10 or 11. Call it six or seven. Oh, we're going for an early Call night. It earlier. Look who's still around. The OGs, they don't leave, bro. Listen, man, sometimes we in the neighborhood chilling and you bump into people and you be like, wow, some of my guys are no longer around here, man, but these uh, OGs still, still linger the streets, man. They still linger the streets. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what it is right there. That was the preview for round two of this up-and-coming weekend's fights. One, we're going to take it into round three. You know what we do, give you the latest breaking news. And um, one of the hottest breaking news is that, uh, two of the hottest breaking news is that we're in for announcements pretty soon. Earl Spence, Sean Porter, WBC IBF title unification later on this year, maybe towards September early. Barclays said, I'm hearing is the hot spot for it. You know, BK, you know, we do it all. Wilder will be back um, May 18th. Holla at me. I already got rid of about 25 tickets. The building will be packed. We will be in there. Let me know what's up. X got your tickets. And this is PBC breaking news. You know what I'm saying? It hasn't been fully announced, but we're in for announcements pretty soon. Keith Thurman, Manny Pacquiao, pay-per-view, Fox pay-per-view, this July. Bruno, does Thurman have what it takes to conquer the legend of Manny Pacquiao, who still remains in the sport of boxing, a top name, a top draw? I mean, I love Manny. You know that that's my guy forever. Yeah. That has yeah. been my guy forever. If you know me and you know me on the boxing tip, Manny Pacquiao is my heart, man. That's my guy. Love him as a fighter, as a person, the things that he goes around and do, you know, and on the political note as well. But Manny Pacquiao is there for the taking right now. He sure is, man. Who is it going to be? And does Keith Thurman have what it takes? Listen. You know, the Thurman that showed up against Josecito is not beating Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> That's one thing. Now, you know, maybe Thurman needed that type of fight before he fights a Manny Pacquiao to, you know, wake his ass up, get the chin used to getting hit, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to say. But from what I last saw with his last fight, I don't see him beating Pacquiao. And you know what? That's... That's a shame, not in the sense that it's a shame like he should beat Pacquiao, but he's at the age and Pacquiao is at the age that he should win. He should beat Pacquiao just off of youth, you know what I mean? Pacquiao's ready for the tape, ready to be taken out, but he's not going to be just... He's not going to lay down yeah, for it neither. That's what I'm saying. You're going to have to really take him the fuck out. <laughs> now, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Thurman got it. Pacquiao! Listen, Manny's my guy. Thurman... Um, after that Danny fight, honestly, I really just, I don't know, man. He fought Sean, then comes back and fights Danny. You you have to give him a credit. Of course, he took on two world champions, two of the world's weight elites back-to-back. But that injury from the Danny fight, I don't know. Thurman was just out the ring too long. Josecito almost had him out of there. I was talking with Uno and, 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 and Hell Trail. 
on Four Corners TV, and they say the same. They don't see Thurman doing it. They don't see Thurman doing it. Now, Spence Porter. All right, Manny beats Thurman and continues and captures the official WBA because, you know, he has the regular yeah. WBA, so he's the mandatory for Thurman. Um, captures the official title once again. Spence Porter. Spence beats Porter. Yeah, that's what I see happening. If they L- leaves Manny Pacquiao and Earl. Bro, listen. I'm just picturing. Bruno's picturing. We just talking. Praying to the boxing heavens. May the best man win every fight that goes down. But if that is the lead up, because I tell you guys and I tell you guys again, I tell you every week until, and I'm going to tell you this every week until it does happen because it's not happening no time soon. Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence will not be fighting next. They will not be fighting this year. They will not be fighting no time soon. They might not even fight next year. They might not even fight next year. Please don't say that, Bruno. I'm, I'm pushing no, for the fall. I'm pushing for the fall of next year. I mean, it's just the reality of boxing. You know, it's complicated. Earl Spence wipes out Manny Pacquiao. Is big. If Earl Spence could be the one to take out Manny Pacquiao, it'd be big. You know, yeah. Danny Garcia is trying to get into that Manny Pacquiao mix as well. You know, he got a big win off of Adrian Granados. Yeah, big win for Danny. A few weeks ago, and, you know, he's trying to slide in there. So, Manny, I hope I ain't scared you off. Listen, guys, y'all know that Manny fears no man. He goes in there, he's going to get it on. But like Bang Bang said, you got to take it from him because he will not lay down. Yeah, you're going to have to take Manny Pacquiao out. And the guy that I can see doing that is Spence. Mm. Off, just off size, youth. You know, know what I mean? He's going to take some got fire. got that killer he gonna take, Yeah, He's yeah. going to take some fire doing so. Everybody's yeah, going to take some fire. Yeah, like, yeah. when we say that he's there to be taken out, that don't mean that it's just show up and you're going to do what you got to do. You're going to go through a war. You're going to have to go through a war with Pacquiao unless you could outbox him in a shitty-ass fight like Floyd kind of did. Yeah. And, you know, shitty fight. you know, Floyd didn't have to take no chances. He had him. Bob Bob wants that back. You know that, right? Yeah. He, he lost that one to Al on that one. Yeah. He wants this one back. Because Terrence Bud Crawford is the man that I'm betting on. When that fight goes down, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling y'all now. I'm telling y'all now. I don't want to hear it later on. Bud Crawford is the best in the world, man. He is pound for pound. My number one guy. My number one world. Now, listen. Late. While we had that little vision with um, Porter Spence, Spence takes care of him. Mm-hmm. Pacquiao fights Thurman. Let's say Pacquiao takes care of Thurman. Spence, Pacquiao, Pacquiao eventually fight. What with, is Bud with, doing between? I see him. What I would like to see Bud, a good way for him to stay busy right now, he should fight Kel Brook. Fight Brook. That's probably the best non-PBC welterweight out. That's out there for him. He That's that's um probably Spence's best win. So... Yeah. Over my, I mean, Mikey. Mikey just the weight, other than yeah. that. Yeah, at welterweight, at an official yeah, welterweight, Kell yeah. Brook is the best fighter he beat. So, and then you got Danny. You got Danny. Danny with no dance partner. I know he's in PBC, but I feel like Al would be willing to let one of his guys fight Crawford down the line before yeah. the before the before the Spence showdown. It's gonna take. It's to. gonna take both sides wanting the deal. Obviously, Crawford wants opponents. And then PBC. it's gonna take another. It's gonna take a PBC guy to be like, "Yo, Al, listen, you don't got nothing for me right now that I want. Not- let me go knock out. Let me Crawford. go. Let me let me do this. What's so, yeah, up? It's not gonna happen, but but you know, uh, Danny Danny Garcia Terrence Crawford fight will be mega. That'll be awesome. That'll be tremendous. As we continue to wait up and see when this is actually gonna go down. But it ain't going down no time soon, people. Just, Sorry, guys. You know, just remember this. Also, in the latest breaking news, Devin Haney, man. Devin Haney, the hot, lightweight prospect who's breaking through. He's doing his thing. You've seen him on Showbox. He's staying busy. He has just signed, and I'm happy for him on this deal. He signed with Eddie Hearn, Matchroom Boxing. Devin Haney will stay busy. Devin Haney will be getting showcases. Devin Haney is going to get into the lightweight mix. He signed with Matchroom and Eddie Hearn. He's making his debut in uh, on May 25th on the zone at the MGM National Harbor in Maryland where he's going to be the undercard to... Uh, 
the heavyweight debut of Alexander Usyk and against uh, Carlos Takam. That's going to be the undercard. Devin Haney made a decision. You know he's under Al. He's under Al. You know these guys really don't make these choices like this. But, again, just like Danny Jacobs did and if very few others, Amir Khan, he signed over with Eddie Hearn at Matchroom. The zone, Devin Haney is on the way. Devin Haney is on the come up. The young boys are on the rise, man. Teofimo Lopez is a hot lightweight. Teofimo! You know what I'm saying? King Ryan is coming up. Javante Davis, they continue to rise. The next generation of stars is on the way. And uh, Devin Haney is in that mix. Also, uh, Oscar Valdez. Oscar Valdez will be making his return. He will be coming back on June 8th on ESPN. I told you that they had a card to go up against Golovkin yeah. in the zone. <laughs> Just because. You know, Oscar Valdez is going to make his return. Uh, no official opponent has been announced yet, but uh, he's making a 10-round is it going to be a 10-round or it'll probably be a 10-round just to stay busy as he waits for uh, a showdown. What I'm hearing is with Carl Frampton later on this year. You know, Carl Frampton just signed with top rank as well. He'll wait real quick. He's fighting back at 122 or he's staying at 26? No, Valdez is uh, 26. So, so Frampton is going to have... Yeah, Frampton yeah. is going to go... He's going to stay in 26 or so fight in between 26 and 22. We'll see what happens there. But 26, I think, has always been too big for Frampton. Yeah. He pulled off the victory over Leo Santa Cruz in the first fight. They shook it out again in the second fight. But um, he lost that battle to Josh Warrington. And even the fights that he has won in between just staying busy... Yeah. It just always looked like two six might be a little too much for him. At twenty two, he was kicking ass. Yeah, I mean, he he better do whatever he can to lose those four pounds comfortably and fight at twenty two. I mean, look at Nonito Donaire, man. He's back at one hundred and eighteen. Nonito Donaire, who was a hundred, he was a bantamweight champion about fifteen years ago, bro. Yeah, listen, he went up to twenty two. Ideal weight for you. Yeah, he went up to twenty six. And went all the way back down to 118, man. And look at his career has taken off once again, man. No need to Donaire steps up. Hey, there's another championship. He continues to do what he do. No need to making a lot of buzz in the in the podcast today, yeah, right? That's my guy. You know, that was my boy, man. The Filipino Flash. Guys, I hope you hyped about this one, man. The return of Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. June 22nd. <laughs> La leyenda. <laughs> El hijo de la leyenda. Bro. And um, he says, oh I vow God. a serious approach. Oh, wow. No Heard. tacos, this training camp. No tequila, this training camp. Heard it all before. Wait, what way he's fighting at? I don't know, bro. This 175? Guy's, I don't even. This fight might not even happen. It might bro. not he's, even have a weight, he's right? He's supposed to fight Chav Angulo on... On the undercard to a wildest of um, Wilder Fury, and that didn't happen. Um, oh, listen, I, I don't know. Yo, bro. fight at 180 pounds, just random weights. I can't wait, guys. I wonder who's. I wonder who's gonna sign him, and where is this gonna be? Will it be on Fox? Will it be on Showtime? Will it be on the Zone? Will it be on ESPN? Yeah. You gotta wait and see. Wow. If it even happens. That's crazy. Breaking news, breaking news. You guys heard about Jarrell Big Baby Miller. We told you, man. I've been disappointed, a lot of disappointment on Jarrell Big Baby Miller and his failed test and how he messed up the, the, the Anthony Joshua title fight at Madison Square Garden. A substitute has been on the look. They have been calling people. It's been offered to King Kong Ortiz. He did not take the fight on some punk-ass shit. I'm All mad right? at him. I'm mad at him. Nah, I'm mad at him. I'm more mad at him than you are. Fuck bro. that, bro. I'm disappointed. I'm sad. I'm sad. <laughs> motherfuckers is getting greedy. Yo. Nah. But man. this is this is the bullshit, man. This is then then you hear then you hear you ain't trying to fight me. This guy's scared mm -hmm. to fight me. Mm -hmm. He never wanted to give me a shot. When the opportunities arrive, you jump on them, man. Seven weeks is more than enough time for you to train King Kong and get busy. You're not losing weight. This is heavyweight action. You fought back in and 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 what was it February? February, March, back in March, early March, mm -hmm. cut it out, man, cut it out, take that fight, take the opportunity, five mil is more than enough money than you've ever seen, more than you probably ever gonna see for a fight, talking about you want 10 mil, talking about you want 10 mil and you got a wilder rematch coming soon, stop it, you got knocked out, stop it, stop it, I, I don't even, I don't even know where to start, bro, I'm mad, he should be happy they even called him, 
because that's a dangerous opponent anyway. You lucky to even get the call, but you did get the call, and you got offered a couple of million dollars, and then you go and talk about you want 10 mil. Andy Ruiz Jr. It is official. Andy Ruiz Jr. is going to get the shot at Anthony Joshua. Anthony Ruiz Jr. just picked up a win on the undercard of Danny Garcia. If you guys don't know who I'm talking about, if you saw the card on Fox, the heavyweight, the chubby, Mexican swinging crazy Andy Ruiz Jr. He picked up that win last week. He picks up the contract to fight Anthony Joshua. He's going to come in swinging. He's going to come in ready to bang. And he's going to get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, I see it ending no other way. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I like the fact that Andy Ruiz is going to come to fight. Yeah. I, I dislike the fact that nobody knows really who Andy Ruiz Jr. is. No discredit whatsoever shout out to Andy Ruiz congratulations on getting the fight I hope that you do your thing I'm down to put a hundred dollars on you just because you know what I'm saying Uh, (laughs) yeah listen we blow a (laughs) hundred drinking at the bar eating and drinking watching the fight at a bar you know what I'm saying a hundred will go easy so why not gamble at Andy Ruiz Jr. lands one of these punches and, and knocks Anthony Joshua the fuck out. That he's that hundred that hundred would probably give me like twenty five hundred. Listen, he's the heavyweights. Anything can happen at the end of the day. With one single punch. But the chances are that um <laughs> Anthony Joshua, Joshua takes remains, care of business. <laughs> remains the I think chair. he looks really good too in the process. I think he's gonna really Shine to the in in um that AJ, one. AJ getting a lot of love. I don't know if you've seen him in that new Beats commercial. The new Beats that are out right now. LeBron's mm. the leading the commercial. Serena's oh, yeah. in there. They got a few. A lot of the top athletes today. And Anthony Joshua got himself a quick clip in there. Shout out to Anthony Joshua. Match room. Eddie Hearn. Madison Square Garden. June first. They will be in the building. Holla at me. X got your tickets. You know what it is, man. It's a hot. It's gonna be a hot summer. And it starts off May 18th at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Deontay Wilder's back defending his WBC championship against Dominic Brazil. Did about 20 tickets, 25 tickets. I'm telling you guys. Um, Marcos and his crew is gonna be in there. My boy uh, 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 Mo Jones from Co-op, he got this family coming up from VA. They gonna be in the building. Yo, Chris, he gonna be in there with wifey. Chris never, never misses a fight without wifey. You know what I'm saying? We loaded up. We ready to go. It's going down. Holla at me. X got your tickets. Good section. Right by the Showtime crew. Listen, we ready. We ready. June 1st, Anthony Joshua at Madison Square Garden. June 8th, Triple G makes his return back to Madison Square Garden, back into the ring, trying to get himself a third fight with Canelo. Pack Thurman is, we're, we're hearing that uh, announcement should be coming soon. Spence Porter, those announcements should be coming soon. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a hot summer. It's going to be a lot of boxing. Four Corners, Boxing Cast, Fight Night X, Bang Bang Bruno, we ain't going to stop bringing it to you. It's each and every Monday night. We're going to start expanding, actually, is what we're going to start doing, too. Four Corners little little. TV is, uh, is, under, is under construction, man. It's under, it's under production, man. It's under production. So uh, if you ain't listening on the podcast, you can watch us on YouTube, Four Corners Television, in association with Four Corners Boxing Cast as we go around the city and cover fights. We cover our peoples that are running local businesses around the way. You know, it's just more than boxing. Like I said, Four Corners Boxing is bigger than that. We are a community, man. We filming our young boys out here. I can't wait to get a can't wait to get some video shoots of the young boys on their bikes on how they be holding the things up from top of the hill to the bottom, you hear? Oh man. Willie Central over the, here. The, knees that, on the man. The young X Games. Yeah, the young X Games out here in the Fetty. They get busy, man. Uno, you know, King Kai, ATM, West Fetty, Wavy Life, 1010 Boys. Legendary films up at West Fetty Studio. A lot of productions going down up in there, guys. If you if you if you're looking for some studio time, holla. Holla, man. Legendary Road got it going for you guys up in there. $25 an hour. If you know how to mix and get busy, it helps us because guess what? You know what you're doing with music as well. You know what I'm saying? My boy Joe at Hill Home. We got a little production going on this past weekend at here, out here as well in the Fetty. Starting off part one of a project that's coming through to you guys soon. Stay tuned. Everybody's working, man. We all working together. Four Corners Boxing is more than just boxing, man. It's a community, man. We are united. 
Can't wait to stop by Ashley's Corner and Ink You Fashion, both of theirs, and get some interviews with those and cover and show you what they promoting and what they doing and what they got in store for you guys. Just showing you a little bit of what everybody got in store for us out here. Listen, people, we appreciate you once again each and every week. Stay tuned. There's more to come. Continue to support. Continue to listen. Continue to pass it on to the others and continue watching the fights each and every week, man. Showtime. Fox. ESPN, The Zone. Listen, it's on deck, man. It's on deck. And if you need any information, you know who to holler at. Fight Night X, Bang Bang Bruno. Coming to you from the BX each and every Monday night. Bruno. Canelo in, in, in six or nine, you say, huh? Six or seven, man. I'm calling it half the fight. Seven the latest. Body shot. That's his prediction. I got Canelo stopping Jacobs late, 10 or 11. Let me hear your predictions. Let me know. Just know that uh, next Monday we will be talking about it. We will be talking about it. Like Uncle Murder said, talk about it. We're going to talk about it, and we're going to see exactly who is the unified middleweight champion. Don't miss it. Saturday night, we'll be back with you guys next Monday. Four Corners Boxing Cast. We out.